0: Hey there, traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. On the phone today, we have a special guest, Joe Roca. Joe is a Managing Director of Commodities and Equities at Simpler Trading. And I'm actually really excited to have Joe on today. We're going to be talking about oil and all the volatility that's been going along with that. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Yule. The How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is produced in partnership with my friends at FinClub.ai. I use the artificial intelligence data from FinClub as my primary indicator. I don't even take a trade if FinClub doesn't show me that I have a greater edge than any other traders in the market. You've heard the stats. 90% of traders fail, which is why you need to find an edge. And FinClub has that edge for you for just a few dollars a day. The returns produced by FinClub have been shown to be more than double that of the market, with win rates as high as 90%. I mean they basically make it so easy, they're going to show you exactly what stock is going to exactly what price. Basically they're handing everything you need to you on a silver platter. Listen, they are so confident that this will change the way you trade. FinClub.ai is going to give you two full weeks to test drive their service and they'll even give you all their historical results so you can see exactly how it works and how it can dramatically change the way you trade. And that's exactly what I've done. So head on over to FinClub.ai to start your free two week trial and I'll even throw in some extra bonuses after you sign up. Now, the only place you can get your discounts and free bonuses is at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai.
1: Thanks a lot for having me, Chris.
0: Oh man, it's it's my pleasure. So so Joe's team reached out to me and they were like, hey, do you want to talk about oil? Because it's going all over the place. It's up 10% one day and down 20% the next, or something crazy like that. So Joe. Give us a little background about who you are and, and um, you know, how you came into to trading oil and, you know, what what's going on out there?
1: Well, I started my career uh, out in Manhattan. I was on the trading floor of the NYMEX uh, as a trading clerk. Uh, that was kind of back in the day when there was still volume on the floor and it was still worth being there. Uh, over time, I transferred up to the screen and uh, we were kind of doing some arbitrage from the floor to the... Um electronic market, and the OTC market, um, worked for some some proprietary firms, some uh, small hedge small hedge funds. I was at BP for a while. So I've been in the oil game uh, for quite some time now.
0: Gotcha. so so coming from trading oil on the floor to trading oil at a computer, I'm sure is uh, is quite a different world.
1: It is the uh, it's a different world because, you're not as focused on having those personal relationships with the various brokers, ver- uh, various trading houses, various banks, uh, because you're trading uh, with a little more anonymity, right? So there's advantages, disadvantages to that, of course. But uh, it's nice to have the experience uh, in both worlds, so we can uh, I can kind of transfer some of those skill sets uh, into exclusively trading online here.
0: Gotcha. So do you trade um, like wh- what are you trading? Are you trading the, the oil contract or options on the contract or or um, like a ETF around uh, oil? How do you
1: trade it? So my primary focus is on the, the crude fundamental suite uh, and the vehicle that we typically use to execute our trades are futures. Mm-hmm. Um, now, futures in crude oil. It's important not only to look at the CL contract. You want to look at the crude products, which would be RBOB or gasoline, or uh, and diesel fuel, so HO. And of course, you also want to keep an eye uh, very closely on Brent oil, which is uh, you know the uh, the international benchmark. So when we're trading futures, uh, let's say let's say we're looking to go long in the oil contract, and we're long futures in CL. Uh, we might look to hedge that by going short one of the products, or even putting on an arbitrage.
0: Okay, okay. So, so this is a little beyond my skill set. I usually don't venture out of the the stock and option realm. I've I've only dipped my toe into futures every now and then. So, when you're trading the CL contract, are you also trading a different contract for Brent, or a different contract for diesel, or how does that work?
1: So each product, uh, crude oil is CL right? And that's the future for CL. That's the future for crude, excuse me. Uh, the RBOB has its own futures contract, the heating oil has its own, and the Brent also has its own contract. So each each product has its own individual future contract.
0: Oh, interesting. And then, so you were saying that you you will occasionally go long one and short the other if there's some sort of differential?
1: Correct. So that's... Wow. So what, what the... Um, uh, what you're looking at there, that's called a crack, right? So if you take crude oil, put it through a machine, put it through a refinery, um, that's called cracking, right? And then that crude oil turns into gasoline or diesel, or various parts of the barrel make different products. So quite often you'll see gasoline will be uh, low at low at the tank uh, in the winter, right? The price will be low of gasoline, but the heating oil price will be higher in the winter and then vice versa in the summer, driving season, you're gonna see that our Bob contract start to go up while the he- heating oil starts to come down.
0: Hmm, interesting, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely something I, I, I guess if you are an oil trader, you got a lot of things that you can trade. It's not just oil.
1: Right, yeah. So when you see this volatility that we've seen in oil, up, down, left, right, you can kind of look at the products uh, specifically heating oil and Arbov, and see if there's a little bit more of a smoother trend that you can take advantage of intraday. Now, in these types of unprecedented times with uh, the OPEC deal and the coronavirus, the volatility is is absolutely off the charts, as you mentioned uh, with the start of the show, is that we've seen oil move uh, 10%, 20%, 30%. 38% 38% in a day on record moves, right? So uh, to say that you can find a product without volatility uh, it would not be accurate. Um, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, sometimes that is, in fact, viable.
0: So are you looking for more opportunity with the volatility or are you scaling back with the volatility right now?
1: So when we're looking at uh, day trading, uh, you know, whether our trades are, are on a short time frame. So zero to 30 minutes, uh, or mid-range time frame from zero minutes to 23 hours, so one day, or we're looking at weeks or months, um, with this really wide volatility, you've got to increase the magnitude of your risk reward. So if, if, if you want to risk, say, $500 on a trade, right, you have to pare your size down to about as small as you can get, so you can put those stop losses far away so you don't get taken out uh, inside the chop that we're currently in. Now, in normal market conditions, having a little volatility is great. Uh, we can you know, catch some longs up, have it come back down, get back in and kind of ride that trend up. So that's one of the things uh, that we're looking for in normal markets. Now, to circle back to your question, in this type of volatile market, you really need to have wide trades, right? Because if there's, if you know, we do have those massive swings inside of inside of those candlesticks. If you know, you pair it down, to, you know, from a 30 to a 15 to a five to one minute, uh, you're going to see big moves inside of those even larger moves.
0: Gotcha. So where where are you trading mostly right now? You are giving lots of different time frames. What what's your go-to right now? Because it is so volatile, I
1: assume it's it's a shorter time frame. Um, well, actually, with increased volatility uh, in a market like this, you really want to increase your time frame, right? So as I was saying, uh, with these large moves, there's really there's really large excuse me intraday moves within those time frames. so you need to you need to widen everything out. and as you widen out your targets and your stop losses, generally the time frame is going to widen out too. Now you want to put when we're entering a trade, we want to put that on with the ability to say I could be out in three minutes or I could be out in three days and you have to have you have to properly margin yourself and ratio yourself where you can hold on to these trades for longer periods of time if need be.
0: Gotcha, yeah I know for me personally, um, I stopped trading for a good four weeks right around February 27th was my last trade and then about 10 days ago or so I started dipping my toe back in and, and things were working for me so I've been going in uh, about to my normal size. But it's uh, when I saw all this volatility kicking in and this is just markets in general, uh, my first reaction was, all right, I'm going to step out. I'm not holding anything overnight. I'm not holding anything at all. And I'm just going to let things go crazy and then maybe settle down just a little bit. Do you think that we're reaching a point of oil settling down just yet? Or do you think we still have some volatility coming up in the the near future?
1: Well, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So yesterday, OPEC and OPEC Plus met uh, to renegotiate their cuts, right? They're doing production cuts. Um, They came to a soft deal uh, where OPEC is going to be cutting about 10 million barrels per day. uh, And that includes Russia uh, at about 2.5 million barrels per day. Now, what OPEC Plus is trying to do is trying to get Canada, U.S., uh, Mexico to pledge cuts as well. So, And the summit is actually meeting today. uh, And they're going to be negotiating that. So the amount of supply that's going to be continued in the market or pulled from the market, uh, that variable is going to be all over the news, right? And so with that all over the news, that increases fear, that increases uncertainty, which, of course, increases volatility, right? So just uh, oil will not be settling down for quite some time.
0: Okay, okay. So, when you say they have ten million or ten million barrel cuts,
1: what is that percentage-wise? Uh,
0: you know,
1: I don't know off the top of my head, um, but the global demand um, is upwards of over hundred million barrels per day. Okay. Uh, so these cuts uh, do help the market, right? They do help uh, bring things more into balance. Uh, but you're not going to see a massive shift down here at these price levels.
0: So, so once the coronavirus hopefully is over, sooner than later, I can tell you that. I want to get out of the house and send my kids back to school, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, do you expect that the pent-up demand, I guess, for traveling, for airlines, for cruise ships, for... Uh, everything else will result in a giant spike in uh, in oil prices because all of a sudden nobody's wanting it, and then everybody wants it.
1: Right. So what we're looking at from a demand perspective is it has gone down considerably, mm-hmm. right and has gone down considerably um, in you know almost every country, almost every uh, you know first world country. so with with the uh, Decreased industry right now. Things have really started to taper off and taper off, and they're start they're starting to find a bottom, I believe. But once this coronavirus, uh, you know, is starts to abate, the volume people are not going to just step on the gas, no pun intended, and we're going to see demand rocket back up. It's going to take quite a while for businesses who have all of this lost revenue to relaunch their platforms okay so uh, to see a, a massive spike in demand i don't think that's going to happen i think we i think if you keep a close eye on the week over week numbers you will in fact see some some spikes here and there but i don't think it's going to be a lasting smooth trend to the upside i think it's going to take more time uh, than people are necessarily expecting now having said that you know the goal of a trader is to really price in what we think is going to happen down the road. So I, I believe we're gonna to start to see um, crude rise on a demand expectation, but there's not gonna be any numbers out to, uh, to verify that for quite some time. So uh, it's really a chicken and the egg type situation. And then if you throw in this massive variable of supply, uh, and, and to be frank, uh, to kind of circle back to the OPEC uh, situation, who are requiring um, some countries here in North America to comply, I don't think they're going to comply. They're not going to come to an agreement. uh, And the increase in demand is not going to be enough to balance off the oil market. I think for a while we're going to be producing a lot more than we're consuming.
0: Mm, Very interesting. Okay, well, there you go. That that was a lot of information to, to digest. And so I definitely recommend... Uh, the audience out there go and maybe listen to this once or twice more over to get everything that Joe was saying about how to trade oil. I mean, we've got lots of different uh, contracts and uh, securities and everything else that you can get into to trade it. And then you've got a lot of different volatility that you've got to pay attention to as well. Uh, Joe, this has been highly, highly educational. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing this.
1: Great. Um, One thing I would like to add here. Yeah. um, is that to keep an eye on these uh production deals if if in fact there is a surprise and canada u.s and mexico and norway agree to these i would expect brent oil to move up into the 40s and cl to move up into the high 30s so if we see something like that i'm going to look to get long here and hold this contract until we get up to those price levels so that could be a nice little day trade for Uh, people watching this podcast to jump on it. We look to buy one CL if we do see this deal go through.
0: There you go, all right. Thank you so much for that, Joe. I really appreciate it. Joe, do you have a a social media handle that people could reach you at?
1: Uh, Right now you can uh, reach out to me through Simpler Trading. Uh, We're still getting all that up and running.
0: Oh, I get it. Yeah, no problem. Well, there you go, guys. Be sure to check out Joe uh, Joe Rokup at Simpler Trading to learn more about oil and, and everything that they have going on over there at Simpler Trading. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Yeah, this was a real pleasure. And thank you guys for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Hey, before you go real quick, make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening. And before you go, remember to head on over to finclub.ai to get your two free weeks of artificial intelligence stock picks. You've got nothing to lose and only the most advanced AI to help you trade with confidence at finclub.ai. That's finclub.ai. 10 StockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction,